Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Monday, uh, Manic Monday, Monday, May 9th, 2022, and uh, so glad you are on with us today um, during this fourth Sunday of Easter, uh, fourth week of Easter, if, if you will. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it's good to have you on. I hope you guys had a great weekend. Um, Mother's Day weekend, all the moms out there, hope you were appreciated and loved on a little bit and made to feel um, valued and appreciated uh, because you are. And so, uh, yeah, hope you enjoyed your Mother's Day and I hope uh, the whole weekend was a good weekend for you. And um, yeah, we uh, we spent most of the day here, had a good time at church yesterday, had a little uh, uh, Pastor Jeannie shared the message. We had some child dedications, so that was always, it's always a blessing to see some of the young families dedicating their children to the Lord, and that was awesome, two of which were uh, staff members and their families, so that was a special treat. Um, yeah, then we, uh, what did we do? We hung out by the, uh, by the pool yesterday, and uh, just kind of, kind of relaxed. Um, so I hope you were, um, hope you were appreciated and enjoyed your day moms we uh we appreciate you guys um what else happened this weekend i don't know oh my my daughter from kelly came over from uh tampa spent the day here yesterday too so that was fun went to church with us so it was good um well today we are um in the uh as i said the fourth week of easter and so our readings this week take us to uh at least this uh we're going to spend a good part of the week in Jeremiah, in Colossians, and in Luke. And so today is specifically Jeremiah chapter 30, Colossians chapter 1, and Luke chapter 6. So, yeah. So, you know, we do. We, uh, we, we read, we pray, we change the world. And what we uh, do is we are in this uh, lectionary reading through the Christian calendar. Uh, that follows basically the weeks of the year, and um, it's a two-year cycle, and we're in year one, and so uh, it just tracks along with the uh, the different significant points of the church calendar, and um, yeah. So the theme for this week is uh, from John chapter ten. I am the good shepherd; my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life. John ten eleven. And then over in 27, 28, I am the good shepherd. Yeah. Man, as we start this week, that's a great word right there. Just a reminder that, uh, you know, we, um, we, um, we are led by a good shepherd uh, that loves us and is looking out for the, looking out for the best uh, for us and sees things we don't. Yeah. So that's good. That's good to re- be reminded of right there. All right, let's do it, y'all. Uh, let's read. Uh, first of all, Jeremiah chapter 30, 
uh, verses 1 through where we at 31 through 9, uh, and then we'll jump, jump over to Colossians. See what the uh, see how the Lord speaks to us today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Uh, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this on the podcast. Glad you're here. Jeremiah chapter 30. This is what this is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord, the, the God, the Son, or the God of Israel says. Write in a book all the words I have spoken to you. The days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will bring my people Israel and Judah back from captivity. And restore them to the land I gave their ancestors to possess, says the Lord. You know, God's always got a, a restoration plan in the works. You know that? You know, something gets messed up in your life, something gets destroyed, something doesn't go according to the way you, you think it ought to go, or uh, it's a big disappointment and you're left with ruins. You know, God's already got a restoration plan in the works. Yeah. You might need to know that. Some of you guys might be working on something, doing something like <laughs> Maybe your plans for Mother's Day just didn't pan out. <laughs> maybe they didn't, it didn't look the way you wanted it to look. It didn't work out the way you wanted it to look. And you're kind of maybe discouraged or disappointed or whatever. Maybe it has nothing to do with Mother's Day. Maybe it's just a season of life that just things aren't uh, manifesting themselves the way you wanted it to. Here, here's the good news, man, From this, just from this. God's always got a restoration plan in the works. Yeah. He's always got a restoration plan in the works. He's always working... Uh, things together for our good. Um, we see that in the story of salvation, right, from the very beginning. Um, in the, from the moment the forbidden fruit was partaken of, it wasn't an apple. We don't know it was an apple. We always call it an apple. We don't know it was an apple. As soon as Adam and Eve ate the apple. We don't know it was an apple. Why, 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 why are apples always getting a bad rap? Why are everybody hating on apples? Um, but anyway, it just says forbidden fruit. Uh, but anyway, but as soon as the forbidden fruit was partaken of God, even before that, before the creation of the world, the Bible tells us God had a plan and here, uh, a plan that is to reconcile. And that's amazing. God had a plan to reconcile a relationship that wasn't even broken yet. Wasn't even created yet. All the parties weren't even in existence. He hadn't created humanity. And yet he already had a plan to bring reconciliation for a people that weren't created, but we're still gonna, but we're gonna break relationship with God, with Him. So He already had a plan to help restore that relationship that wasn't even created yet. Mm. So in your life and mine, when things aren't going the way we thought, think they ought to, it's good to know that God has already got a restoration plan in place. He's right here. He's got a restoration plan for His people, Israel. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Glad you guys are on. These are the words of the Lord spoken concerning Israel and Judah. This is what the Lord says. Um, cries of fear are heard, terror, not peace. Ask and see, can a man bear children? No. No. I know our world crazy. I'll tell you something. It still ain't possible. No, no, no. Can a man bear children? No. Everybody say it with me. No. Mm -mm. That still ain't, it can't happen. That's how that's how conflicted and crazy our world is right now. Trying to convince people that 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 that's normal. That ain't normal. That ain't right. No, it can't happen. It's it's biologically impossible. Ask and see. Can a man bear children? No. Then why do I see every strong man with his hands on his stomach, 
like a woman in labor. <laughs> that's a metaphor, but that's funny right there, y'all. Why they have why they have all these men? <laughs> why got these men acting like women? Mm, I ain't even gonna go there, guys. I'm not gonna go there or too early. Too early on a Monday this morning to be be going there. But I'm gonna tell you that. Why then why do I see every strong man with his hands on his stomach like a woman in labor, every face turned deathly pale? All I'm gonna say about that is sometimes you just gotta stay out of the crazy, right? Some of you as people of God, we gotta stay out of the crazy. Sometimes we've got to lean into the common sense, to the wisdom of God. Can a man bear children? No. No. They cannot. Biologically, you're one or the other. You're male or female. Now, what about the people that are born, you know, the 2% of people that are born with various, you know, multiple parts or whatever? Well, show grace, mercy, compassion to those 1.72% of the population because that is, we can't begin to imagine what they're going through. Show them compassion and mercy and kindness and, and admit our own ignorance and, 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 and lack of knowledge. We, we, can't, we can't begin to unravel what they're going through. No, we can't. For the other 98%, you're one or the other. Let's just let's just talk to the ninety eight percent. Okay, I wasn't. I had look. I told y'all this is unscripted, y'all. This is unscripted. This is un and clearly unfiltered. Maybe maybe that was a bad idea. But I'm just I'm just reading what's in the Bible, and the Bible says, "Can a man can a man bear children?" No. Then why do I see every strong man with his hands on his stomach like a woman in labor? Come on, tell me that. Look, our kids don't need need more confusion. Our kids don't need more confusion. We we our world is just injecting our children with more and more confusion that is not necessary. They got enough to figure out. They don't need to figure out what gender they are. That's pretty much that pretty just look down. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> it's Monday. It's Monday. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. They don't need to try to figure that out. Mm, people. The children got enough to worry about. Here we go. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true, though. They don't need, they don't need all that craziness. You don't need all that craziness. But our world, our world wants to try to confuse people. That's to, because that's what the, the enemy does, right? The enemy is a confuser. He wants to, he wants to distort. He wants to confuse. He wants to wreak havoc. And if he can cause people at the earliest of age to question their the very essence of who they are and how they were created, then um, then he's winning. But there's really no question. About gender, you're born one or the other. One, the two percent that you know have multiple parts. Well, I mean, pray for them. I mean, we don't understand. Show grace, mercy, compassion, kindness, understanding, empathy. But for the ninety-eight percent, just look down. It's really that simple. All right. 
Good morning, everybody. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to today's podcast, <laughs> family-friendly podcast. <laughs> anyway, you just got to stay out of the crazy, people, right? You just got to stay out of the crazy. Some of the conversations the world has is you're like, are you serious right now? Let me ask the question what the Word of God asked. Can a man bear children? No. No, they cannot. I'm going to be honest with you, I don't really want to. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll leave that to you. I'll leave that to y'all mamas. Y'all y'all, take care of that. Y'all, you, you got that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Where are we? Verse uh, 8. Uh, verse 7. How awful that day will be. No other will be like it. It will be like the time of trouble of Jacob, but he will be saved out of it. And that day declares the Lord, I will break the yoke off their necks and will tear off their bonds. No longer will foreigners enslave them. Instead, they will serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise for them. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God. The idea of restoration. God's restoring things. Yeah. God's always working a restoration plan for things that have been stolen and broken. Man, we just need to pray for uh, awareness and our and eyes to be open in our culture, in our world. It's uh, it's crazy the deception and the silliness, just flat out silliness. Like there's stuff that people are asking us to believe, and to believe it, you really have to arrest your common sense right can a man can a band bear children uh no but we're being asked to to suspend our common sense at times like no crazy it's crazy y'all Now, are some men more effeminate than others? Of course. Are some women more masculine than others? Of course. Sure. You don't have to be a young man. You, clearly. But they're born male or female. 98% of people are born male or female. Mm -hmm. Yep, they are. You, you know, because here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing, guys. Here's where this is headed. You know, you know those little gender reveal parties that all the young new parents are having right now? They, they gather the family together, and then they blow up balloons, and no one knows what colors what the balloons going to be, or they blow something up. If you're in, you know, in the down south, you're going to blow something up. You blow something up, and it turns blue, or you blow something up, and it turns pink, and the parents are like, ah. Yeah. Guess what? This is where it's going. Pretty soon, that's going to be politically incorrect. It's going to be politically incorrect to have a gender reveal party. That's where it's headed. Because the craziness out there is saying, well, you can't. You don't know what they are. Well, yeah, I kind of do because they have different. It doesn't, no, it doesn't matter about the parts. It doesn't matter about the parts. It doesn't matter about the parts. That's craziness. It's craziness. Let me let me put it simple to you. Can a man bear children? Then that makes him a, a male. Can, if he, does she have the parts to bear children? Then she's a female. Mm. So so. Uh, so strike up the pink balloons, y'all. Anyway, but you see that's going to happen. It's going to happen. Gender reveal. Gender reveal parties are, are politically incorrect. That's where it's headed. That's where it's headed. 
It is insane. It is insanity. Flat out insanity. All right. Um, Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. Welcome, everybody. And we just, we starting off flying out the gate. We like uh, 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 Rich Strike. Was it Strike Rich? One of Kentucky, Kentucky every Rich Strike, Strike Rich, whatever it was. You would have struck it rich if you'd have voted, if you'd have, if you'd have picked him, if you'd have picked him to win. 80 to 1 odds. That joker, he made, went flying past Epicenter. That's how we, that's how we, that's how we, uh, that's how we getting out of the gate here on uh, Monday morning. Like Rich Strike, we're just blasting out the gate, making everybody mad. <laughs> oh, we're making everybody mad. Uh, but that's all right. It's all right. Colossians chapter one. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and Timothy. I'm checking my time here. All right. We're 16. Okay. Um, and Timothy, our brother to God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ, grace and peace to you from God, our father. Hey, pastor Tim, Jane, you guys going to Colossae? They're going, they're going to the Holy Land next week, or this week. Um, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if Colossae is one of your stopping places. It could be. could be. Um, grace and peace to you from God our Father. We always thank God the Father. Awesome. I see, Pastor. They're going there. This is awesome. Um, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of your love you have for all God's people, the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come from... There's so much in there. There's so much in that passage. This has got that, uh, that, that, uh, that Pauline... That's just... The, the way Paul is described, Paul's uh, triad there, faith, hope, and love, right? In, uh, in 1 Corinthians 13, Paul talks about the, 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 and now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And right here in Colossians chapter 1, Paul again is talking about faith, hope, and love. We have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all of God's people, the faith and love that spring from what? Hope stored for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. Hmm. Man, let that be said of us, that people look at our lives like, man, I see the fruit in your life. You know, uh, Pastor Cody said something yesterday in, in service. I think he said it both services. He said it in the first service for sure. But, you know, sometimes our life is about pouring into other people, and uh, the fruit, our fruit grows on their trees, you know? It's about investing other people. We pour into other people, and sometimes the fruit of our lives doesn't grow on our own tree. It grows in the, on the trees of others as we invest in them. Yeah. So maybe there's... You know, people you're pouring into, and you're like, man, I don't see, I don't see that much fruit in my life. But maybe the fruit that will, your your life will ultimately produce will be the fruit that bear is is born in other people, in your children, in your your family members, in your coworkers, in your friends, those that you're discipling, those that you are leading towards Christ. And we all have that responsibility, guys. 
to lead other people towards Jesus as we go to lead people towards Jesus. <clears throat> In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. Do you see what's happening here? Epaphras has, has invested in them. Now the Colossae Christians are investing in others, and they're bearing fruit. That's how discipleship works, y'all, right? Disciples making disciples. I mean, who are, a great question to ask yourself today is, who am I discipling? Really? You know, who am I discipling? Who am, who am I pouring into? Who am I uh, having coffee with or, or the group of people that were in a Bible study together and I'm investing in them and I'm pouring into them? I'm, I'm leading them closer to Christ. Yeah, we need to, also, we need to be, both be receiving from others and also giving out to others. Yeah. Um, growing in the knowledge of the warrior, so that you may live. Oh, verse 9. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will. Yeah. Man, we need that, that we would be filled with the knowledge of his will. Amen? Who wants to be filled with the knowledge of his will? I do. I want to be filled with the knowledge of his will. Lord, help me to know your will, to be filled with the knowledge of your will. Through all the wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please Him in every way. Yes. We want to please Him in every way. How? By bearing fruit in every good work. Man, He's going to tell you right there, how, what, what's pleasing the Lord? To, to, to uh, bear fruit in every good work. Like I want, I, want to, I want to do good work, but I want to do good work that bears fruit, growing in the knowledge of God being strengthened with all power. People say I say that word. I mean, I'm just, I'm going to point it out. Now you ain't got to, you're not going to be able to unhear it. But everybody says, you say strength and funny, weird. I don't, I say strength. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Strength. Mm. Everybody says, you say that funny, strength. I don't know. But being strengthened <laughs> with all power according to the glorious, to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share the inheritance. Look, who qualified you? God did when he saved you. Who qualified you to pour into the lives of others? Who qualified you to uh, bear fruit? Who qualified you to disciple? God did when he called you into his inheritance. Man, that's beautiful. May you, I'm going to just jump back there again. May you live a life. This is a great prayer for us today, man. May we live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may be, so that you may have great endurance and patience. I mean, I must need some great endurance and patience. Yeah. And giving joyful thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light. Ooh, I love this one. 
for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and has brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Yes. Praise God. Yes. You have redemption. See, he's redeemed you. He has a, he had a plan to restore you even before you fell. He had a plan to, to save you, to forgive your sin even before you sinned the first time. Mm. God is good. He, he has a plan, a restoration plan. And there's so many good words in there. Maybe some of us need, you know, we just, you know, to know that um, you can live a life worthy of the calling that you've received, that you can live a life worthy, that you can be, that we can be filled with the knowledge of his will through wisdom and understanding, that we can bear fruit in good works, that God will give us patience and endurance, and that he has qualified us. He has qualified you. Some of you may feel unworthy, like I'm not qualified, I'm not worthy. No, you're worthy. God counts you worthy. God has claimed you worthy. Don't let anyone or anything ever tell you you're not. God has counted you worthy. Chapter 6, verses 1 through 11, let's do it. Last one, here we go. Luke chapter 6, verses 1 through 11. One Sabbath, Jesus was going through the grain fields, and his disciples began to pick some of the heads of grain, rub them in their hands, and eat the kernels. Some of the Pharisees asked, why are you doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath? Have you never read what David, this is Jesus, have you never read what David did when his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God and taking the consecrated bread, he ate it. He ate what is lawful only for the priest to eat. And he also gave some to his companions. Then Jesus said to them, the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Jesus dropping it. He's like, I'm, I'm over the Sabbath. I created the Sabbath. I, I had the rest of the plan was mine. Before the Sabbath was, I was. Before the Sabbath was, I am. He's the Lord of the Sabbath. On another Sabbath, he went into the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was who was there whose right hand had was shriveled. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus, so they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew they, what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand, get up and stand in front of everyone. So he got up and stood there. Then Jesus said to him, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath? <clears throat> to do good or to do evil? To save life or destroy it? He looked around at them and, they, and said to the man, stretch out your hand. Stretch out your hand. He did so, and his hand was completely... Here's that word again, friends. I see, a, I see a theme. His hand was completely restored. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law were furious and began to discuss with one another what they might do to Jesus. Wow, that's beautiful. This man um, is restored. Jesus had a, a plan to restore him, and he restored him. Jesus is on a restoration mission. A goal, a, a, uh, an objective to restore everything the enemy has taken. Aren't you glad? Man, good news for you and me today. Everything the enemy ever took from you, God's got a plan to restore it. And uh, may we be filled with the knowledge of his will. May we, we be filled with all wisdom and understanding. May we bear fruit for every good work. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's pray, y'all. Remember that God has qualified you. He's qualified you. You don't need the endorsement of anybody else other than God. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for my friends today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the uh, the uh, the comfort and the encouragement of knowing that you have a plan, that you have a restoration plan, a plan to restore. Just like the man with the shriveled hand, the things in our lives that have shriveled up, the things in our lives that have died, the things in our, in our lives that have fallen apart, you have a plan to restore it. Yeah, you're going to... You're going to restore it. Just like you restored our lives and our hearts that you redeemed us from sin and brought us into the kingdom of your light, Lord, you're, you're not done until everything that has been stolen has been restored. God, help us to be a part of that restoration plan. Help us to, to be a part of that mission, to see other people restored, to see other people's hopes and dreams restored. And let us do that, Lord, by pouring into the lives of others. Look, God, may we have eyes that see today people who need hope and need joy, who need the shriveled areas of their lives restored. Let us, let us step into that with, with truth and hope and goodness. God, in the crazy world that we live in, Lord, we need your wisdom. Man, we need your wisdom. We need your understanding. We need your compassion. We need your grace. We need your ability to, we need you to help us to stay out of the crazy, to stay out of the fray, to keep our mind on the things of God. Lord, help us not to buy into the lies of the enemy, but to be people of truth and clarity, simplicity. Lord, I pray your blessing upon your people today. May each and every one of my friends on the podcast, on Facebook, on Instagram, may they sense your presence and peace and power. May they go out knowing that you're with them, that you've qualified them, that you've called them, that you are for them. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. Thanks for jumping in on this Monday and being a part of our reading and growing together. Um, man, good stuff today. Hey, you may not agree with everything I've said. That's okay. I'm glad you're part of the community. And uh, as we learn and grow together, um, if you like what you've heard, you want to share it with other people, like, subscribe, share, all of that stuff. Really appreciate that. We'll be back at it tomorrow in this uh, fourth week of Easter and uh, continue to learn and grow together. Have a great week. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.